All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Guys, my name's Luke Acree. I'm the president of Reminder Media. And today, Josh is actually out. So he's on a staycation, probably sitting on the couch. He better be listening to this or at least watching us on Facebook Live to give us a thumbs up. But I have a very, very special guest on this podcast today. Phoenix Falconrath, and that is her real name. And so, guys, you are going to be blown away. She is one of our marketing services specialists. She has been with us for years and years and years, is an expert, a rock star. I'm going to make her blush a little bit. She's helped so many different clients, thousands over the years. You might have heard from Leonard Schiffman's podcast. If you didn't listen to that podcast, he mentions and drops her name multiple times. Why? Because she's made an impact on him and his business, and she's done that for so many clients. And today, we wanted to bring her on to specifically talk about testimonials testimonials and gratitude in your business. And I'm sure we're getting to some other stuff just because she's full of knowledge, but we wanted to bring her on because she has been instrumental in not only helping reminder media collect testimonials, but more importantly, kind of facilitating the process behind the scenes to help it be smooth, to make sure we're getting the right people. And we want to talk to you about that today because it's critical in your business that you're getting testimonials from your clients because Phoenix just said it on our Facebook live which I think is super powerful. You said people want to do business with people and testimonials are a way to do that. So Phoenix, welcome to Stay Paid. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. And she's an avid listener of Stay Paid. So I know you you listen to Stay Paid all the time. Every Monday morning on my Monday morning commute. So I have to explain this to everybody who watches our Stay Paid on YouTube. If you're seeing me with a little scruff right now, It's distracting Phoenix, and I'm not saying it looks good at all, but I lost a bet to two of my sales guys, Bobby DeMaio and Ray Hoffman. What happened was I was in our office in Balakinwood, and it was probably around 11 o'clock or something like that, and they didn't. I don't think they had any deals on the board at that point, but Ray came up to me and said, Luke, and Ray has this magnificent beard, and he said, Luke, you're not doing No Shave November. And I said, no, man, I've never grown a beard in my life. I probably can't grow a beard. I'm like baby faced, you know? And so he goes, well, hey, if Bobby and I get 10 today, 10 sales, would you grow or not shave for all of November? And 10 sales guys in our business in one day is extremely hard to do. Um, so the two of them had to get 10 sales in a day. And at that point, I don't think they had, maybe they had one deal on the board. So I foolishly. What, what'd they get? 12, challenged. 12 they got, they got Ray Hoffman got eight deals that day and Bobby got three deals. So now I can't shave. So now my face looks, my, my wife won't even kiss me anymore. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's probably TMI. No one wants to know that. But the point being is go, go to our YouTube channel, check out my face because it, it looks terrible and who knows what it's going to look like by the it's, end of this I've November. I've definitely never it's seen be awesome. you without, yes, without you know, shaving. Without shaving. So Nick said it made me look a little bit more um, professional. Which I thought was interesting. He's being yes. very kind. Nick, our sales director. Very so kind. let's get into this. Let's talk about testimonials. But Phoenix, could you introduce yourself to our audience? They've never obviously heard from you before. Can you kind of tell them your story, how long you've been with us, what you really do on a day-to-day, your passion? Sure. My passion is Reminder Media. Yes, I know. I love it. Uh, I've been here a while. A little while. No, um, I just celebrated my 10-year anniversary, which was... Congrats. Thank you. It's fantastic. It's, um, it's a lot to like, you know, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I've who I've been, what, decade? Yeah. And you, and then you realize all the people around you, you've watched them come in for the most part. And there's very few people that have been Phoenix here. Phoenix was here before you. me. 
so, yes, bit, not yeah. much longer. Not, no. not much longer, but you were here uh, before me. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a handful of people that mm-hmm. were here before me, and then everyone else was here after me. Yep. You know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> you know, one of my my partners, Nicholas Pereca, his ten years even a month after mine. You know what I mean? So. It's just it's it's wonderful to see like where we have grown as an organization because I remember starting out. Do you remember you know, how many employees were here when you? Uh, there was a couple, maybe maybe we, twenty. I, I, I mean, maybe. we had a lot of outside, you know, yeah, well, we had the and stuff like that too. Yeah. So I don't know, a couple dozen maybe. Yeah, but okay. yeah, there wasn't a lot. I mean, we had a lot in our graphics team and everything yep. like that too. But on the phones, like me and the, oh, and yeah, the there trenches, was nobody. there was like ten of us. <laughs> um, and I think there's still of us. Some some of us are still here. But no, I'm just being able to watch the organization grow from, you know, producing the American Lifestyle magazine to our sister magazine, Start Healthy, to the digital edition. And my passion that you asked me about is really helping people grow their business. And Mm. really, I mean, at the end of the day, I'd rather them be at the closing table than worrying about if they're sending out something of quality, if they're sending out something that their clients are going to jive with, you know, and having the options available to them. There's a like most agents, the mistake they're making is they don't, they have no idea what to do every day when they wake up. So being able to really sit down and have a conversation and really engage with them and say, what is your goal? What is your plan? Because everybody's different. You're different. Yep. You know, your wife's different. I'm different. You know, our team back here watching us is different. Like, because everyone, believe it or not, Mr. Rogers said everyone's special, right? <laughs> I believe that. So, it's true. So everyone's unique. And because of that, I can help agents develop, and not just real estate agents, but mortgage brokers, financial advisors, just develop an individualized marketing plan, yep. an IMP. That fits an their individual name. That fits yep. for them in their business. So being able to kind of dive in, they told me I'm in the upper echelon of enthusiasm because I get very <laughs> excited when I talk to people. And anyone that's watching this or listening, they know if they've ever talked to me for the first time, they're like, you yep. uh you're pretty excited, but I do because I just enjoy so much help. Well, I think them. you made a super and key a key point there is that one guys, Phoenix is not only passionate about helping you live a life of freedom and helping people develop individualized plans. She practices it every day. But one of the key points that you touched on, here's someone, guys, who's been doing this for 10 years, coaching marketing, coaching sales tips. How do you follow up with your clients? How do you actually make a name for yourself? How do you do an individualized marketing plan? How do you create a unique value proposition? You've coached it, boots on the ground, to thousands of clients. I guess if you tell it, your thing that you're saying the biggest mistake people make is what? When their feet hit the ground, they don't know what to do, so they end up doing nothing. And they then they come talk to me. Yep. They do something. Yes, they come exactly. talk to me. Then but, they come talk to Phoenix. But you know what? What it all comes down to, it doesn't it, – it's not like what their goal – I'm not going to say it's not important. It's important to them. But at the end of the day, everyone has the same foundation. Everyone's pillars of success are the same, which is why our blueprint is so successful, you know, with our sister magazines and the digital mm-hmm. edition because we can connect them to their relationships. Yep. And what I find to be the most interesting thing just doing what I do all the time is – you know, especially newer agents, you know, if I talk to someone in real estate that's less than five years in the business or a financial advisor less than two years in the business, they go, I don't know anybody. And I go, let's 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 back up a second. Do you have a place of worship do you go to? Do you have a gym membership? I mean, you talk about the gym all the time. Oh, I do. I don't go to the gym. I have a six-year-old <laughs> at home, right? So I have play dates, right? Well, that's like um, the gym. Trust me, I have babysat before. <laughs> and you have two dogs, yeah, so dog parks. I have two dogs, but that's but not you, like kids. You can stick them in a crate, so you, you can't stick a kid in a crate. So. No, no, I've, you I've, cannot. I've never tried it, but I do know that, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of I nephews do know and nieces <laughs> over here, okay? But no, um, but that that whole idea that they are 
connecting with those people they don't even realize you interact with them every day who you go to a wawa or yep. circle k and you get coffee from the same person that you I'm see gonna give you i'm gonna give you an example of that i went to have lunch with my realtor and I'll shout him out on this brian quigley awesome realtor awesome. works and don yep and don uh, fantastic and i was eating with brian at missions barbecue which is unbelievable barbecue freaking love their barbecue but is that why you haven't been going to the gym yeah it's probably why i haven't been really doing what i should be doing but uh, the guy, a guy comes up and serves us that I actually had a connection to because he went to our church for a time. And um, his name's Dave. And Dave's there and he's like, hey, Luke, can I take your tray or whatever like that? And I go, yeah, man, how, how's it going? Oh, by the way, do you need any real estate? Because this is my realtor right here and he's amazing. And he goes, actually, I actually don't, but I have a couple people. I have some business coming your way because I have a couple people. That simple interaction where, and I told Brian afterwards, I said, that's what it's all about, man. I said, just everybody you come into Everyone contact with, you just, you know, it's lighthearted. You're just like, oh, hey. And I did it for him, of course, because he's my realtor and I want to make sure I'm getting him referrals. But the point being is that here, it's a simple connection in your social routine that you're talking about. Having lunch at Missions Barbecue, and here's the server that I've had a connection with from my place of worship. But not only that, I'm eating lunch. I see him in my social routine, and I ask him, and he goes, oh, yeah, I actually have some people. And so Brian goes, well, I'll have to get you my car. Now, imagine this, because he doesn't go to his car. He goes, gets the magazine yeah, out of yeah. the car. Well, of course. You of know. course he does, right? But no, so imagine that you, Dave, gives a referral to Brian, mm-hmm. and then Brian talks to them after they they you know work together. Even if he's not he doesn't work with them right now, maybe they're renters. Yep. You know, maybe they're just looking, but he helps them out, gives them referrals for a mortgage person to get a pre approval and to get a, a, a full on approval and to go through that. And then they write a review on his Facebook. There page. There you go. Yep. You know what I mean? Because now Dave is going to go look and see that John worked with Brian and John saw that. Now John's going to, I mean, you know, Dave is going to say, "Wow, th- okay, well maybe I should jot him down too." That human connection that little web we have that mm-hmm. network you know that centers of influence six degrees of separation yeah that i'm is, six is, degrees separated from kevin bacon right something like that so, is that wait, that's that's too. how it goes i know you too it's well, crazy wow. but no, that but whole, think about it you're probably six degrees separated from like the president of the united states i think it's three okay three degrees okay Maybe the spider web. So let's talk about let's talk about this reviews because that's what this podcast is supposed to be about. Obviously, you've spent your career here, you know, and we brought you on because you have a a certain expertise not only in coaching but you help us personally at Reminder Media get reviews. So we have guys. If you go to remindermedia.com/slash/testimonials, you'll see those videos. Those are people that Phoenix has set up to give us reviews. She's found those people. She's talked to them. She's our go-to person. When we need someone to say something good about us, we go to Phoenix because she knows the people. (laughs) And so she's been instrumental in setting those up. But what would you say to people listening? Obviously, we have real estate agents listening, insurance agents all over the board. But what would you say to them? Why do they need to get testimonials? And then what should they think about when they go after testimonials? Like, What what should be their process? People need to get testimonials or reviews or clients to say things about them because it sounds much better when somebody is saying something about you than you talking about yourself. That's a great point. So when you're saying, oh, you know, I've been in the business for 10 years and I really help coach people and here's my portfolio and this is what I can do for you. That's great. Anyone can show them that. But now if you have a line in front of them, all these people, you know, just imagine a hallway with all these people lined up and saying, you know, I like working with Luke because he was excellent in his communication. He always responded to me. I'd send an email after the kids were asleep and he'd respond to me at 10, 15 at night, knowing that I, that's when I needed him. He would send back a text message at 530 when he was at the gym and tell me he would call me. You know, I liked working with Luke because he really helped me and he was instrumental. And my wife and I, whew, we weren't really great about looking at a house. I and mean, I think we saw 20 different properties, which as any agent knows can be a headache sometimes. But that compassion, that care and that 
you know, concierge services, Leonard would say just that yep. kindness to be able to work in the community is going to come back to you. They're going to yep. talk about it. So when you present to your potential client and you say, hey, you know, this is me. Look how glamorous I am. They're going to go, that's nice. I've got 10 other people waiting to talk to me too. But if you have a line of people saying, this is how awesome they are, you really should give them a shot. Yeah, I think it's that's an amazing better, point. You know? it's, it's more important what your clients say about you than what you say about you. And Let especially in today's day and age, because people are so untrusting of companies. And this is why we're seeing a big shift of companies revealing themselves on social media, I think, and why people are, they want to know the people now. The reason why is because you don't trust anymore. Everybody feels like, and I feel this way a lot of times, that you're kind of being ripped off a little bit, or you want to make sure. Yeah, what's the catch? What's the, because we've had the QVC sales, we've had all that. I think you're also touching on a really good point in how you're expressing the testimonials. You're expressing them through stories. And when you think well, about collect, correct, when you think about collecting a testimonial, what you don't necessarily, it's not that it's bad, but what I would encourage you is you don't really want someone to say, Phoenix is a five star realtor. She was a pleasant, pleasure to work with. I would work with her again at any point in time. That's good. And it, and it shows that, okay, she's awesome. This is great. But what you really want, and we see this in our reviews, right? On Facebook. What do we really want? We want someone to share the story of how they use the product and how it fulfilled the pain point or fulfilled the desire that they were after, i.e., I sent the magazine out, I received two text messages, and I got a listing. That's the testimonial we experienced at NAR. Like, that story is what you want to capture from a testimonial standpoint, not necessarily I'm really happy with Reminder Media, I love their product, and I would give them five stars. It's a great testimonial. But it doesn't really tell the story. And I think how you're expressing it, I would make the point, and I don't know if you would agree or add to it, is that express and capture your testimonials in stories, especially when you think about the clients you're going after. Yeah, well, that goes to like what kind of questions are you asking them? If you just give them a, a lot of times if you give them a blanket, um, open-ended, like tell me how you would rate your experience with me. They're going to be more open-ended to give you a a longer answer. But listen, you can't just ask them that and expect them to do that. So when you want to capture them, first you have to – they're going to like you and trust you already. They already know you. They're working with you. So whether you slip them something at the end of the closing table, like, you know, you have – you know, a basket they might give you or something like that at the closing table, yep. or, you know, you just slip in a, hey, here, go to, you know, facebook.com slash rmconnect slash reviews. Very easy. Well, you're you making know, it you're, easy at that because, point. Well, it has to be easy. Everyone's so busy in their lives right now, you know, whether you give them a QR code to scan or you tell them mm-hmm. a website to go to or you're following up a month after the closing to just engage with them and say, how yep. did everything go? How did moving in? Hey, do you mind if I text you later so you can write an experience for me and just directly send them the link? And all they have to do at that point is just tap it on their phone. Yep. But when you're giving them an open-ended, when you're saying, like, how was your experience with me? They're going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, they're going to tell you all of it. So not only do you want the good reviews, you want the ones that sometimes aren't as favorable. I'm not saying you, you just don't want them to post marketing, <laughs> But it'll help you improve, too. It does. You know it does. I mean? Our and, testimonials have really, from the negative side, like our negative reviews, mm-hmm. have really helped us fine-tune and improve. Because here's what I'll tell you. You know, both on the employee side, because we have owners listening to this, and on the business side. We've got negative reviews on the employee side. We've got negative reviews on the business side, right? So we're just like any other business. We make mistakes. But it's not even just about the mistakes. Perception's reality. I read some of the testimonies, and it really hurt my heart, right? The the uh, Some of the things that are said. And it's not that it hurts me from the standpoint of, like, 
meaning like I'm, oh my gosh, like this is, you know, a reflection and it's going to be like the end of the world for me. It's more of just like, it hurts from the standpoint of you want to do a great job. And when you mess up, even though you did not mess up, and this is the most frustrating thing about reviews, even though you go, well, that's not really how it went down or that's not, they just misinterpret. It doesn't matter. Perception's reality for people. And, and that's the reality and that's what they experienced it. And you have to own up for it and ask yourself, how can we do this better so people don't perceive things, even though they're not supposed to be that way. And that's really yeah, what they said people, is really you can't not help true. How people feel how, like yeah, correct. Know? How exactly. do you how do you help them in the way, or how do we make the process better so they don't perceive it that way? Exactly. And it's funny that you say that because I was skimming through um, a couple days ago on our reviews, and I was reading yeah. it. And there was one on there that someone misunderstood something, and then we, you know we wrote back and just said, "Hey, we we tried to reach out to you," and then they wrote back like, "Thank you so much." You know, things are resolved now. Like they actually there was a little dialogue going on there, just saying like hey we've that's this a great fix great and, point i'm gonna even, write that down even even if like you have somebody reaching out and saying something it's not you don't take it to heart and be like oh man i i goofed this up and now this is i've lost it's like man i i really have an opportunity like you know what i was late for that appointment i'm so sorry yep. i only i only have excuses to give you but at the end of the day i want to fix that so how can i make it up to you and that human connection i love that is that human connection is what makes testimonials so powerful and the ones that i'm talking about the level of service and communication and quality i'm not making them up i've seen them so many times on facebook on realtors pages when i talk about their social media on their back outside cover of the American Lifestyle magazine, whether they've sent it to it or they hired us to design it. Yep. Like they're using it because it is so much more powerful to someone to talk about you than you to talk about yourself. And at the end of the day, anyone that's in real estate is going to give the same, I can do this for you. I can market this way for you. But when it comes down to it, the people in the area that are talking about them and talking about their level of service, that's why people like them. That's why people trust them. Not because they can put a for sale sign in the yard, Correct. not because they can sit there and give them a business card and market them in the MLS and Zillow and five other places. It's because they are connected as people. Now, not all agents and clients work well together. Sometimes one has to leave. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> you have to fire your client, but it happens. I've heard about I those agree. stories too. But at the end of the day, the connection they have is like they work together well as people. Yep. And your vibe attracts your tribe. You know what I mean? Like who you are and Dude, what you put quote. out. I'm going to write that down too. Your vibe hashtag, attracts your hashtag tribe. Hashtag your vibe attracts your tribe. Somebody tweet that. Yeah, that's really good. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Can I say that? Tribe. I actually wrote down a couple points as you were talking, meaning one of the points that you just, you know, you said, but I want to make the point clear to our people is that we talked about negative reviews and you talked about how you saw on our Facebook that we responded. I would encourage you. Don't leave it blank. Respond to every negative review. Don't do this though. Don't respond. Don't mudsling. Don't yourself, mudsling. Basically, no. no yeah. It's okay to state, you know, the facts, but you want to do it from a certain. You want to do it from a extreme ownership standpoint. Absolutely. When you're responding Very to your, your bad yeah. reviews, you want to do it from a standpoint of going, hey, at the end of the day, even though this might not be exactly what you're saying it to be, your perception matters to us and we want to make it right and, and practice extreme ownership because it does no good to make excuses. I'll give you a, a story today that happened to me, this meeting that I went to. Well, I was eight minutes late, right? The meeting started at eight and I got there at 8.08. It's $10 for every minute that you're over that you have to pay into the kitty. Now, I left and I got stuck in traffic. My ETA was 7.30, but I got there at 8.08 because of traffic. It was like raining. That. Now, the, the reality is, well, it pissed me off and made me mad. And I have every excuse under the sun, but it doesn't matter. You got to practice extreme mode. You throw your 80 bucks on the table and you just go, hey, it is what it is. I should have left earlier. And it's the same when you look at it and I look at the bad reviews that we have from a, from a standpoint and I go, hey, look, it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. Practice extreme ownership, get better, change. We could have done something better. And once you own that, then you can move forward. And at the end of the day, it doesn't mean what they're saying necessarily is complete true. It just means that you're in this business to help people. And that's what it's all about. And like you said, people will see that. It's very emotional. It's oh, super emotional. And I think Nick, Nick Bianco um, mentioned this quote as well. It's actually one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angelou. It's, and the full quote is, people will forget what you've said and people will forget what you've done, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And if you can overcome mm. that they felt unhappy and that they were like felt like the, for whatever reason things didn't go the way they wanted to perception or not and you can turn around and be like man I, I never wanted you to feel that way but you are in every right to feel mm-hmm. how you feel because those are your feelings let me find a way to co- overcome this and resolve this and responding back on social media responding back via email picking up the phone and calling me like hey I'm so sorry. This is not, I don't want you to feel this way. I want to help you because that's that, my job. Flip that even to the positive. When you think, so we're talking about negative reviews. Think about the testimonials. What you just said there is super powerful from a marketing standpoint. When you're thinking, okay, we just said you want to make sure you're asking for um, testimonials. Mm-hmm. You want to ask at times, like at the closing table and stuff like that. You want to make it easy is what we said. You want to make it really easy because they're not going to take the time to do it if you don't. You want to make sure you ask questions that get them to open up, not just give you a five-star review, but on the positive side, you want to trigger that emotion and make people feel something. And that's what's so powerful about testimonials is it can get people to feel something. And we do what? We do a lot of video testimonials, which gets into this feeling, gets into how do you use your testimonials, right? Both good and bad because you got bad, I say testimonials, you get bad reviews and, and, te- it, and you good testimonials, the, good the reviews. stories from your clients and your Correct. customers. You know, How are some of the ways you would encourage our clients and agents listening to this insurance agents listening to that how should they be using their testimonies like where should they show them how how can they go about using them what advice would you give there it's an excellent question thank you you're welcome <laughs> i'm still distracted not only by the beard the, but the beard the and, and the shirt, and the shirt. He's got my shirt flowers. has a bunch of flowers on it today it looks very nice with yeah. the beard you guys got to go check us out on youtube if you're not watching us on youtube you're missing out it's a, it's a funny youtube.com slash reminder media <laughs> So, um, you know, being able to use it on your, if you don't have a website, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm. Okay, so definitely have your social presence on there. Be able to put them on there, like either as a ticker, as a page, you know, what people are saying. Make sure you update it. Don't have a testimonial from four years ago on there and call it a day. Like, make sure you're incorporating new ones. And a lot of times I see people put their initials instead of a full name and like a year next to it. You know, Zillow is a great source for the agents because people can do a review there. Same thing with Facebook. You can see the um, timestamp on there, things like that. Um, but also when you're doing like for agents and their listing presentations, just as a kind of a, a slip in there, yep. you know, um, being able to just let people know, because again, it's not about, you know, what, what they did as far as the real estate side is how they made them feel and being able to relay that story in there. So a lot of times, at least for our, again, I'll go back to our marketing and what we do, like being able to put the testimonials, um, you know, one or two of them on the front inside cover of your digital edition where mm-hmm. that letter goes, because people read that, they click on it and read it, you know, or being able to use it as a back inside or outside cover, you know, it's really powerful there because people see it in writing and seeing something physically in writing has a very strong impact yep. and just changing it up once in a while. I wouldn't say do testimonials every, every single time, but this time of year when everyone kind of thinks they get close to their family, I mean, what? 96%, 32 million Americans are traveling right now, like mm-hmm. more or less for the holidays. So 
knowing everyone's gathered together, you have that warm connection with all your family and you want to draw closer to people. So this time pulling those heartstrings a little bit because that's what you spent all year doing. Well, I think, um, and you could do that. Like if you use the magazine, I know we coach people how to do this. Imagine you put an ad on the back cover of your magazine that is a collage of all your clients. Our design team is fantastic. They're amazing at it. A collage of all your clients and it's a big thank you ad. So it's basically a way for you to make that warm and fuzzy and you can then put their testimonials on that collage. But here's what I would make the point of as you're kind of talking through this. What I'm thinking to myself is, look, you got to make it easy for your clients to give you testimonials, right? You got to tell them where you want them to put it. Facebook, Zillow, uh, Google, all of the above, right? right? But you want to make it super easy. Here's a great exercise for you in how testimonials can help revolutionize your business. Go to Google right now and Google your name. And what is the first thing that pops up for your, whether it's your business or whether it's you as an agent, what's the first thing that pops up? And a testimonial, if you can get, think about it this way. I know like if we Google probably us, you're going to see our business and you're going to see the reviews and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. That's critical. That's where you really get big bang for your buck because what happens when people meet you for the first time or when you're trying to earn their business, they're not necessarily deep diving into your reviews yet. What are they looking at? Oh, they're yeah, looking at the reviews. overall yep. <laughs> rating and it's the same thing you do for a restaurant. Always in marketing, put yourself in the consumer's shoes. You're a human being yourself. You buy things yourself. You do things yourself. So you got to think in that mindset. Instead, don't think in the money-making mindset from the standpoint of a business. Think in the buying mindset mindset as a, as a consumer and then go, okay, if I Google myself right now, are my testimonials showing up? Am I getting good reviews for agents out there, real estate agents? What does your Zillow profile look like? What does your truly a profile look like? My brother has gotten business just because his Zillow profile looks more impactful for lack of a better word. It's more detailed than this competition. And he strives to get people to give testimonials to him because he knows even if the testimonial at the end of the day maybe isn't exactly worded like he wanted to or doesn't tell the greatest story. But it's very What genuine. really matters is if you see five stars and you see 23 mm-hmm. reviews, what do you immediately think? Oh, this this person does a lot of business. You, this you make a very good point, though. Like something that I... So testimonials going into your brand is super, super important. It's one course. of the main things. Of course, because those are the people you've worked with, yes. you know? But it's funny you, you mentioned, you know, Google your name and things like that. I know the first thing that happens when I Google my name, I've never Googled my name. It shows my picture at Reminder Media, actually. Oh, really? I'm um, sure it does. <laughs> but no, like... When, kind of a narcissistic thing to do, Google your name. <laughs> hey, it's a cool name, but... Uh, no, I, I do the same, so don't worry. <laughs> we're both... We're both narcissist <laughs> totally egomaniacs but no um when you go to amazon i mean you go on amazon you first you first thing i do is i go check out those reviews you, won't you even go, look at products that oh, don't have a lot of reviews. I, I mean my you filter my immediate filter set for four plus stars i won't mm-hmm. see anything else the same yep. thing like i'm guilty of this too and it's so subconscious now i didn't even think yep. about it until you were talking about it but when i'm talking with an agent and i'm talking about their plan and i'm engaging with them a financial advisor an insurance broker you know what i'm doing I'm Googling them. Yep, you're seeing and, them. And I'm finding out how to help them because, you know, they're not always going to be forthcoming, you know, whether it's a time constraint or mm-hmm. they just don't think of it because they're very excited like I am. Like, when I'm excited, I'm talking to them. They're going to be excited right back. So being able to talk to them and engage with them, you know, I'm Googling them like, well, I see this here. And being able to have that presence, being able to get those testimonials. And you, you have to make it a little easier, whether you're texting them, yep. you know, or calling them. Sorry, you're calling them after the closing and you talk to them and you said, hey, I'm going to yep. send you a quick text. 
you know, make them feel not obligated. You've already given a service to them. It should be okay for them to like want to write you back. You yep. know what I mean? When I was calling, you know, reaching out to people, you know, whether they'd given us a testimony or not, they've been with us a year, two years, five years, 10 years. Like yep. they already like us. They trust us. And that's what makes us. But you us. still had and to reach out. I did. Like meaning our clients, a lot of our testimonial videos, guys, and you look at them, they're amazing. Our clients didn't reach out to us and say, hey, I want to be on film and do a testimonial for you. Sometimes they didn't do, do that. The, we had to, love to but, yes, there, but. <laughs> but you had to actually sort through who's good, who are some of our best clients, reach out to them and ask them. But you, do you know and, what it is, though? What it comes down to in a nutshell is they care. Yep. I mean, I don't want to be cliche, but like, you know, there's two kinds of like professionals out there, the ones that care and the ones that don't, because even the ones that turn around and um, work and go from transaction to transaction, they can be good at what they do. They just may not continue following up like they should. But the ones that really care, that really care about their clients are the ones that make the best testimonials. The same thing is like you as a business professional, Luke, the realtor, you cared. You went around and showed this um, newlywed couple, 27 properties, and they decided to wait a year. You went around, you know, and you helped, you helped a listing, you know, you talked to a FISBO and got them 30,000 over asking. You went around and you, you talked to someone that was coming back, um, from college and wanted to get a condo, but ended up renting and you took a cut on your commission. You did it because you care about where you live. Like I've never talked to someone in their industry that did it just for the, the, the meat and potatoes. Like I never talked to someone in financial that says, I do it because I like to balance a checkbook. I never talked to someone in well, real estate a, that said, I do it because I like, you know, doors and. There's a good point in there, especially for people who work with consumers, right? You work with business, you want to find, or B2B, you want to find businesses that actually care about their job and care about what they're and doing. And that's why people look you for reviews. You work with consumers. That's why they look for it. They look for reviews. What I would say is that you want to target your testimonials to go after your ideal clients. And when you think about that point we made about telling a story, through your testimonials, you want to look for stories that solve the pain point of the ideal client that you're going after. Does that make sense? Meaning like when you get someone to give you a testimonial, you want them to share that testimonial in a way that would attract other people. Your vibe attracts that, yeah, your tribe. Correct. That yeah. vibe atta- attracts your tribe. And so really, you know, for us, it's doing business or doing testimonials with people who actually really care about their profession. You're not just getting a real estate agent to give us a testimonial or an insurance agent to give us a testimonial that, you know, is just doing their business. They actually care about what they're doing. And that has been our turned into helping us attract ideal clients. So let me summarize and kind of recap for everybody a little bit of the points that we've gone over because I think they're super valuable if you put them into action in your business. One is, how do you ask for your testimonials? What I would say to you is that you have to be asking. One, you have to be asking. You have to ask. You actually have to ask and reach out. So people aren't going to give them to you. So don't think that they just gave them to us. We went out and asked. Some people go online and do it because they're nice, but we ask. So, but I would say ask at the closing table or ask after you've done a great job, like you finalize the transaction. Why? They're in a moment of gratitude there. Most of the time, people are very happy once they get their first home or their home and they want to now, they're in a, a, a state of gratitude so they want to give back to you i know for a fact once my wife and i closed on our home we we're very very happy so now it triggers the reciprocity effect where we would give back very easily that goes to the second point of how do you collect well you got to make it easy for us now my realtor brian not to call him out but he didn't ask us necessarily for a testimonial but he should have because he could have capitalized now i gave him one anyways but the point being is that he could have very easily at the closing table 
asked us and made us made it very easy to collect, meaning he could have gone, hey, look, if you can write this and do this on Zillow, hey, I'll pull out my phone right here. Would you mind saying about your experience? Because you don't need a high quality video team necessarily to do a testimonial. You can literally pull out your iPhone very easily. And then the third point is how do you use them, which is I think the most important, is when you're using your testimonials, make sure they're on your website, Google your name, and make sure what's coming up there that you have testimonials there very easily for people to see. That's going to tell you where to collect the testimonials. Google your name and make sure you get them on video. You can get them in writing and then spread them across your brand. So if you're a client of our magazine listening to this, why are you not running an ad on your magazine that has one of your testimonials? You could easily put a testimonial in your front inside cover if you wanted to. You could put and it your on your tear out cards. Yeah. You could put in your digital edition. So make sure you're utilizing them not only on your social media, on your website, but also in your print. Because like Phoenix said, which I think is the one of the best points of this whole podcast is people don't care about what you say about yourself. They care about what your clients have to say about you. And so you need to set that up in a way that's more of a story and not just a sales pitch from a client. It's more storytelling of how you solve their problem. Because if you guys are interested in using Reminder Media, what's way more powerful to you is hearing that Phoenix, a realtor in San Diego, California, sent out a mailing to 51 people and she ended up closing a $1.2 million listing because a client she hadn't touched base with in 10 years actually reached out to her. Now, we just got a testimonial. Uh, I'm not getting the numbers probably correct, but we just got a testimony that similar uh, yeah. to that. But that's more powerful because it's a story and it's real. It's believable versus I love working with the Reminder Media. I give them five stars yeah. and would use them again. Still powerful, but it's not impactful. It's not going to make you move. So, Phoenix, any last closing points for you know the audience on testimonials or really what they should be doing to you know drive success in their business from this testimonial type idea? Don't be afraid to ask. Like at the end of the day, like we, we talk about asking for referrals, we talk about asking for different things, but every day we get bombarded with, you know, hey, you you got this, um, you, you worked at, I went to the post office the other day to mail something and they go, hey, we do this survey at the bottom, and I'm like no, you mailed my envelope. Why would I do a survey for you? <laughs> or, you know, you go to the service, uh, the gas station or, or whatnot, and you get something, go, hey, do a survey, and five questions, satisfied, Well, am I wrong thinking and that you have to ask multiple times You do. Clients. You can't just ask one Correct. time or two yes. times. That's what I'm saying. You you know, but people get bombarded with it all the time, and they don't want to yep. do it. Yes. Uh, why wouldn't they do it for someone they actually like? Correct. So asking is key, but you can't just ask once and then, oh, they didn't do it. Oh, they don't like me. Because, no, you have to ask them again. Yep. You're calling them a month after the closing. You're asking them what's going on. You're calling them a month after you refinanced. You, you ask them how it's going. You ask them for that. And then they give it to you. And then you go and comment. You go heart it. You go like it. You yep. go love it. You go wow it. Whatever you want to do in your little Facebook widget, you want to go like it on Google and engage with them. Because you know what happens analytic-wise? That engagement propels it back to the top. You know, being able to optimize your search engine optimization for that, being able to do that, because the more you have them on there, the more you engage, the more you Google your name, and you're going to find those positive reviews. And being able to ask them again, hey, you know, I know it's been a couple years since we worked together, but I just, I loved reconnecting with you. Would you mind just filling out this quick, you know, review on Facebook? Just let me know how you're liking your new home. Mm. You know, it's been three years. It's okay. 
Is that right? Yeah. Because no, they're still point. in that home, you yeah. know? But don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask 10 times because it's probably going to take you 10 times to get it. I love it. So there you have it, guys. So there is our podcast on collecting testimonials. And as you can tell, guys, Phoenix is a wealth of knowledge. We could go on and on and on, not only about testimonials, but even just how to run your business. I believe the action item for this podcast is super, super simple, um, but it's something that all of you should have in your business right now. Do you have a templated out, whether it's email, and email is probably the best, but it could be something different. It could be a text message or even written. Do you have templated out the questions that you want answered to collect a testimonial? Because one of the hardest things for people to do is stare at a blank piece of paper and, and create something. That's why we all procrastinate a lot of times, those who aren't writers, up until the last day before turning in our paper because it's really hard to create from scratch. Think about this. Create a template for yourself of the questions you want to ask to your clients to get a review to make it super easy for them to fill out. Do that template and then collect the sites that you want this posted on. Do you know the sites that you're building your testimonials on, i.e. your website? If you're a real estate agent, Zillow, Trulia, you even got your Google Plus reviews. So do you have those sites listed? If you don't, list those out and then start doing what Phoenix is saying, which is ask. You have to ask. Guys, thank you for tuning into this podcast. Please go to iTunes, subscribe. If you're not a subscriber, please share it with a friend. The reason why I ask that is because the more you guys share and the more reviews and ratings we can get, the more it will pop up in people's feed. Remember, all this is free content that we're giving out because we want to give out back to you guys, and we want to create this community of people who are sharing and engaging with each other, and the more reviews we get and the more people who comment and share it, the more it will show in other people's feed. So please go to iTunes, rate, stay paid, go to staypaidpodcast.com, comment, share, The action item is write down the template of questions that you want to ask to get a testimonial. Write down the list of sites you want it on. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 